0: Heavy sigh.
1: Heavy sigh. We're back, right. though, Chuck, to yes, talk movies, back. and that's always exciting. Well, I,
0: I know that. I know that. It's just, uh, I don't know. It, it's, you know, we do this on Thursdays. Uh, and I think by that point, the week is catching up to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fridays, I'm exhausted. I do not feel like doing anything movie-related or anything at all, really. You know what that
0: <laughs> means. What? We're old, oh. we're old, yeah. <laughs> it used to not matter, you know, which day of the week it was. You know what?
1: That's so very true. You'd be energized by the time Friday came around because right. you were looking forward to going out that exactly, night. And yeah. I look forward to going to bed by 8 o'clock on mm. Friday. Oh, my God, I'm old. You are old,
0: <laughs> so old? <laughs> but you don't look it.
1: Well, thank you. You're I welcome. appreciate that. You're we'll welcome. get your eyes checked soon. Um,
0: well, we're back and um, a oh, mixed week, I think, would be the best way to say it.
1: Yes, definitely a very mixed bag of, of films that were released, uh, that will be released tomorrow. And there's one that was released on Tuesday.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and it's funny, uh, you and I were talking uh, about end of the year stuff. Um, my column just ran in another newspaper for the the end-of-the-year stuff, and I think I'd mentioned to you that one of the phrases I used was that I don't think I'd watched more bad movies in a given year than in 2020. Uh, And that was for a variety of reasons. Uh, And that's continuing into 2021. (laughs) And I am so tired of bad movies, I can't even tell you. And And it makes me not want to, you know, unless I know something about it, unless there's someone I know who's in it, I don't even want to take a chance on things anymore. I know. You know, we get so many offers from publicists and film distributors to, Hey, can you watch our movie? Hey, can you watch our movie? And I'm lately turning a lot of stuff down because I'm just tired of watching bad movies.
1: Yeah, I, I am too, and I'm, I'm making prejudgments on different distribution right. companies, which I shouldn't do. We shouldn't
0: do that, no. Um,
1: and I'm trying hard not to fall into that, but at least we're both aware of where we're at with, with the decision-making process of this because while we have watched a lot of bad movies if we didn't take a chance on seeing some of the smaller films mm-hmm. like Working Man, we would have missed that. And that was, to me, that was a gem of a film to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are other independent films that we would have From missed. Last year, yeah, last
0: sure. You know, Sure. And, and that's why I think we've got to stick with you know, what we've talked about, that you know, when we've been kicking around the idea of coming up with a new rating system, not just zero to four stars, but you know, how much time we give a film. And, you know, Mm -hmm. if if it's 20 minutes, if it's 30 minutes and I'm not into it and I can see, you know, very, very rarely do I see a film right itself after a bad start.
1: How much time do you really think you have to give it to say it can redeem itself or there's no frickin' way it's going to redeem itself? I'll give
0: it a third. I'll give it a third of its running time. Okay. That's the first act. Okay. So I will give it one third. Okay. Uh, And I think that that's a, a, a fair enough... Allowance.
1: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, let's go ahead and I know we have a lot of reviews that will be going up on our website tonight and tomorrow and will be on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. When I get home tonight, I'm going to put next to, there are a handful of films that I didn't make it all the way through this week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm going to put my running <laughs> time on there. So will you do the same?
0: You mean on the reviews? on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: That sounds good. All right. So see how far we made it. And and guess which ones, (laughs) when you're listening to this, (laughs) as to which ones we didn't finish. Uh, I I just can't use my time that way. And that's that's the beauty of what we do, too, is if we're both struggling to make it through, and you Mm -hmm. and I have very different opinions Mm -hmm. about a lot of different films, but if neither one of us can make it through a film, that says a lot.
0: And you're usually ahead of the curve on me. You usually, uh, you have a bit more time, you see things before I do, so even if you say it's no good, I'm still going to try it, because right. as you say, we, you know, our tastes are, are different. Uh, but, you know, and the other problem is, you know, you say you can't use your time that way, it's just that we can't for a variety of reasons, and one of them being because there's just too many movies to watch.
1: There are. and And we don't want to get totally burnt out because we love what we mm-hmm. do
0: and I am burnt out and yeah and if
1: and but but with doing with seeing these movies and maybe lightening up on ourselves a little bit and not making ourselves suffer through a two-hour and 10-minute movie when 30 minutes really would have sufficed yeah
0: Yeah. well but then again you know then you see something that speaks to you and it brushes away that burnt out feeling for a while and uh, it reminds you as to why you know, we do this, right? and I think we're going to lead off with one of those films this week.
1: We are, and and just to go back in time just a little bit before we start talking about that film, um, I remember you saying the same thing in December, and then you saw Ma Rainey. Right. And you were and like... Boop,
0: there we go. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this
1: is the beauty of filmmaking. So, as you say, we suffer... So you guys out you don't there have don't have, to. have exactly to.
0: right. So, yeah, listen to us. We're, we're helping here.
1: <laughs> and the, the film that Chuck was referring to was Our Friend. It was initially entitled The Friend, and it was from the Toronto International Film Festival from two years ago, 2019, which is crazy to think that it took this long to come out. However, I think that there might be, like, some redeeming factors because... This is a movie that I know spoke to you mm-hmm. for a lot of different personal reasons. And to me, it was a beautiful story that um, depicted one man. His name is Matthew Teague, and it's based on a true story. And from an article that he wrote, it's based on his life as he and his wife um, deal with the fact that she has terminal cancer. The opening scene, we see Jason Siegel playing Dane, and he is the friend or our friend in this film. And um, he's entertaining the two young kids. And um, Casey Affleck plays Matthew, and Dakota Johnson plays Nicole, a couple who are talking about the terms to use when telling the children that she is going to die. Um this is not all uh sobs and tears and, and remorse and regret. There's a lot to this film. It's really well balanced. We go back in time and learn more about not just this couple and their lives together, their ups and downs as well as their flaws, but we learn about Dane and how he came into their life, their lives. And uh he brings that element of humor, but it's not that over the top ha ha jokester. It's that relatable, real, genuine kind of friend who shows us, oh my gosh, the bar that he sets for people, for someone to be a friend in a situation that he is in with being both Matt's friend as well as Nicole's (laughs) and being grandma Dane to the Mm -hmm. children when they really don't have the ability to spend the time in in caring for the children that they could or should. Um, Beautifully done. I I had some issues with the the time, the nonlinear... Uh, timing of the film as they flash back and forth and not using the same uh, verbiage saying it's one year before the diagnosis, five years before the diagnosis. It was using a date or using that terminology or using five years um, post-meeting. They just used too many different ways of saying what the previous time was. If they would have kept to something a little bit more consistent, To me, I I had to focus too much on that. In the the end, though, that stuff really made no difference. We got to know these characters, their flaws, their attributes, and how they came together to deal with a tragic, tragic incident. Casey Affleck's is incredible. Casey Asfleck.
0: Asfleck? (laughs) That's ever been said before. And I'm gonna debate whether or not I'm gonna could, cut that. It could, could have been a lot worse. <laughs> Casey
1: Affleck. I just can't do that on the air. <laughs> no, no. no. So Casey. Ben's Case. brother. Ben's brother Casey is wonderful. He is uh, I mean, I know he's got a lot of turmoil around his name, around who he is in real life, but he is an incredible actor. He's always very understated and very real. Dakota Johnson shows us that she has a lot more to her than some of her previous roles. And Jason Segel, who really, I think, is known more as a comedic actor, wow, he is incredible. All three of them together have this chemistry and this this magnetism that just makes them real. Loved the film. Um, I really highly recommend everybody see this to be able to walk in someone else's shoes. Hopefully you have not experienced what Matthew Teague did. Um, but you can definitely gain a sense of empathy for someone going through this, this horrific tragedy.
0: You know, you, you said that this, you saw this two years ago. And, and I think there's a variety of reasons as to why this took so long to come out, you know, COVID being one of them. But also, this is the, ty- this is the type of movie that's hard to sell. This is, a, you know, oh, I want to relax, I want to go to the movie, I want to see this. Really? I mean, it, it, and, and so I have a feeling maybe they didn't quite know what to do with it.
1: Or maybe they just didn't know how to sell it, because yeah, it I mean. is, yeah, isn't just a tragedy, it's no, life. but again,
0: how do you, you know, how do yeah. you get around that? If you look at the trailer, you see what they're trying to do. Uh, they do lead off with one of the more comic moments. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the thing I liked about the film is just how subtle it is. This material can go wrong in so many different ways. Oh, absolutely. So many different ways. Uh, you, you know, if, if there's a wrong music cue, if someone seems a bit insincere, right. uh, the audience, you're, you're rolling your eyes instead of crying. Yeah. You know, so you've got to be really delicate with this. Uh, and I really enjoyed uh, the deft touch that the whole cast brought uh, to this, as well as the director, a woman by the name of Gabriella. Coperthwaite and she's best known for a documentary Mm -hmm. about uh, the uh, killer whales uh, in in, uh, Florida and she just really that scene you talk about at the beginning where they're telling the kids she doesn't make the obvious choice of focusing on the kids or the reaction, she focuses somewhere else and she does that throughout And, and so she's not going for the obvious choice all the time which I really appreciated there's so many great small moments in this movie Uh, And I'm glad, I loved, personally, I loved the ratcheting timeline. I really loved that. Because you look in the past and you see why they're going back. We find out something important about each character every time. Mm -hmm. And I love the whole sequence where the seagull character is hiking. He's hiking out in Monument Valley. And there's a quiet, quiet moment that he shares with a fellow hiker played by uh, Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones. And what she tells him, oh my God! Again, just another one of those quiet moments, followed up by another quiet moment. And that's why this film moved me. It doesn't beat you over the head. It's just life. And I think that's what the movie does so well. There are good things. There are bad things. And it's all about how you deal with these things. Uh, you know, we've my wife and I went down this road. Fortunately, did not have the ending that this film has. And let me tell you, they nail a lot of the stuff just right, as far as what you're feeling. What you're going through, the ups and downs of this. Uh, those who slam this movie, and I see there are more than a few on Rotten Tomatoes. No. You have not walked in these shoes. If you walked in these shoes, I think that your perspective of this would be quite, quite different.
1: I'll have to read those reviews because I find it very difficult to believe that anybody could slam this film for any reason.
0: Well, there's a lot of cynicism out there, I think.
1: That's too bad.
0: And, uh, and films like this, I think, are an easy target. Uh, but again, I think if you've walked in these shoes, you know exactly what uh, they're saying, and they say it incredibly well. I really, this is the type of movie that you know. It's, I don't give it a half hour. I want to watch it again. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I've actually <laughs> you've watched seen it, twice. it Yes, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. And to me, and I haven't walked in these shoes. Yet I still gained somehow a feeling of, I know it's sympathy because I'm not walking in those shows, but I feel like I I gain a a sense of empathy for Mm -hmm. each of the characters. And I think that's what she, uh, uh, Gabriella Mm Cowperth-White, actually does is is gives us each of the, the... characters perspectives yeah, we see life yeah, yeah we see life from each of the different lenses dane matt and, and um uh, nicole's yeah. yeah and the children as well yeah that's right yeah um yeah and and to me it's human connection and and the relationships that we build and that connectivity with uh, i can't remember the character's name out in the um, uh, yeah, teresa teresa um, Their relationship, very short lived, but whoa. Oh, what an impact. And
0: Ah. you know what? (laughs) And I'm going to cry. I know. and, And there are many moments when I think back, I'm on the verge of tears as well. But in the end, I found this to be rather inspirational. It is. Because, you know, you only, there's probably only a couple people you can say as a friend, I can count on that person. No matter what happens, I can count on that person. And this movie makes you appreciate that person whoever they may be uh, in your life and right and, and that's that's one of the many things I took away from it
1: right and I think they aptly renamed it our friend exactly versus the friend yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so yeah this I loved it love it
1: and people can see this on video on demand it's and in
0: some theaters if you have a theater open near you there you go so yeah so gravity adventure yeah and
1: available. Take a look at it. I always go to Amazon Prime because that is the easiest thing for me to plug into and get a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, That brings us to the other movie that I think we're both going to agree on in a positive way, and that is The White Tiger.
0: You know, and this is another example of of, what we've been talking about as far as prejudging. This is a Netflix film. It's two hours and five minutes. And knowing that it was two hours and five minutes, I did not want to sit through this. (laughs) (laughs) I was <laughs> like, I do not want to watch this. I do not want to watch an Indian film uh, about the caste system and how awful it is over there.
1: Was it subtitled?
0: At times it was. At times it was. Uh,
1: See, I, I liked it so much I don't remember well, if no, it, was it was subtitled. A, it was a
0: combination of things. Was he would it? speak English and then there would be scenes that were okay, done. Okay, Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, what a great movie. What, right, What a, what right? a surprising, surprising great movie this is based on a novel by Erdovend Adiga uh, called The White Tiger and it's about this guy um, named uh Belram he's a poor guy and he's just looking for a way to live some sort of um, life in which he doesn't have to scrape by and worry about where his next meal is coming from and the movie does a really good job of showing that kind of poverty that he is living in and the dead-end uh, situation that he and his family are in. He gets an idea, though, one day. Uh, the local um, shakedown artists, I don't know if I would want to call it the mafia, organized crime, sure. that come by and, and shake down the merchants in the village where he's at. Uh, he gets word that they need a chauffeur. And they need a driver. And so he talks his grandma, his poor grandmother, uh into <laughs> giving him, a character. Yeah, she's a character. <laughs> giving him money to go and learn how to drive. He learns how to drive, and another thing uh, that Balram has is, he's a pretty smooth talker. He's a pretty quick talker, after he gets his license, he approaches these people and actually talks his way into uh, their world, and he becomes a chauffeur, uh, for want of a better word. Um, And in this movie, I kept thinking, this is like a small-scale Scarface. (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, it's not violent like Scarface. We're not dealing with, you know, multi-million dollar drug schemes. But this really is about this guy working his way up the ladder. I mean, he's the second chauffeur, and there's the first chauffeur, and he's got to figure out a way to get rid of the first chauffeur, which is an interesting thing Isn't how he it figures though? that out. Uh, so it's just him pecking his way up this ladder, just like Tony Montana does in Scarface, but in a very modest Different way. And it really does a great job of showing the corruption in India as well. Uh, Because we have a politician who's at the forefront of the film, too. And she is seen as a people's champion. But when you see her behind closed doors, no. She
1: shakes everybody down, too. She is
0: just (laughs) as corrupt (laughs) as everyone else. Uh, and, and, And so it's an interesting look at the corruption that's going on there, how the chips are stacked against these people, how the system really relies on everyone staying in their lane.
1: Right, right. You have to stay in your station in life. And yeah. and, and they're, I don't want to say brainwashed, but maybe they're brainwashed into thinking that's all they can well, be. I, they are meant to be servants, and you don't rise above that. And
0: that's what makes him unique. Yeah. He thinks outside of that box.
1: But he only did that because of what, Chuck? Because of a teacher.
0: Yeah. And yeah. that,
1: I loved at the beginning of this, as a little boy, he has a teacher who sees, sees that something in him. he's got a little bit something more than everybody else and mm-hmm. lets him know that he might be that white tiger, that rare animal mm-hmm. that comes along once in a generation. And that was a beautiful way to weave that story, yep. um, start the weaving process, I guess, mm-hmm. of, of who he becomes. Um, but then he's denied access to education.
0: But he doesn't stop. No, but yeah, he knows He knows he's yeah.
1: behind the eight ball and he watches other people in higher classes to figure out how he should be. Right. He and the whole to, brushing of the teeth thing, oh, oh my goodness. That,
0: and he's constantly eavesdropping. Yeah, he's, constantly, he's always he's, learning. He's learning and he also is learning how these people are right. so that he can manipulate them in very, very subtle ways. Right. Like I say, The White Tiger is one I didn't want to watch but it's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, it's not going to cost you anything. Give it 20 minutes. Oh, you'll love it. I was sucked in. And uh, it's a, it's two hours and five minutes, but it didn't seem that no. long. And no, that's when you just read that, I,
1: did, I had no idea. And in fact, my daughter and I sat down to watch it and we got interrupted in the middle, and we both couldn't wait to get back to go and watch the rest of it. We loved it. Yeah. So to hold my daughter's attention for a movie, she does not like to watch <laughs> movies, which just breaks my heart. Oh, um, tell me about it. I know, I know. So that was that was refreshing to see that she loved it as well. So highly recommend that one, yeah. too. Yeah,
0: those two good ones.
1: Which and brings us. And now there's us. the rest. <laughs>
0: oh. Again, you know, these movies, they, they give me inspiration. To finish my script. Because <laughs> I'm thinking if this shit can get produced, almost anything can.
1: It's almost cool. anything can. Which, which Which piece do you want to watch or talk about first? Uh,
0: let's get rid of brother, Brothers by Blood, The Sound of Philadelphia, The Sound of Me Screaming, whatever they're going to call it when this thing finally... Oh, sh- <laughs> The Sound of... Yes. Uh,
1: me snoring.
0: Confusion. Uh, yeah, let's just get through that thing here. I mean, it's... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what, what to make of this thing. I, I know it was based on a novel. Uh, and the other disappointing thing about this is that there's people in this that we like.
1: I know. Matthias Arts I love. Um, is it Eric Schneider? Is that his name? Paul Schneider?
0: Paul Schneider. Paul Schneider. Who, uh, yeah, I remember from Family Stone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Joel Kinneman's in it. You know him from Suicide Squad and a few oh, other people. Oh, that's
1: where he's from. Knew he looked familiar.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Captain Boomerang. Uh, and uh, no, 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 he's, he's flagged. And then Ryan Philippi in a nice little role. I think that I'm going to like Mr. Philippi as he gets older. Okay. You know, I, I kind of liked him in this part, even though everybody except uh, Show and Arts approaches their role in the same way. And that's I'm angry.
1: Mm, I know. I'm angry, know. and I'm going
0: to yell a little bit. I'm going to yell some more. I'm going to be angry. It was a one-note movie. Jesus. It truly really was.
1: Every single character was one-dimensional. There was a little bit of hope with Matthias Schoenart's character, of Peter, as he flashes back in time to when he was a little kid. And he's got a traumatic childhood. Let, no, no doubt about
0: it. Let me read you the summary of this movie oh, okay, so we do. can figure out what this is about. Oh, okay. Here's right, what go, it says on the IMDb. Okay. A tale of family, mm-hmm. friendships, and betrayal in the violent world of the Philadelphia mob. That is an appropriately vague description <laughs> of what this movie is about.
1: Well, they couldn't decide on what the movie was supposed to be called. How were they going to write a description yeah. about it? Yeah,
0: as I was watching this uh, l- last night, and I was texting you, and I texted you, I said, it seemed as though they filmed every other page of the script. And you said it yeah. seemed as though they only filmed the beginning of each scene. Right. There's so much missing from this movie. I can't figure out why they're pissed off at these people and why these people are shooting them and... Well, they just it they just
1: give you a little seed of what's happening. Right. Um, the the Italians are moving into the Irish neighborhood, or vice versa. I would, don't know which way that okay, is. I had a
0: problem with the Italians because of the thing that happened with With, with the your dad. The kid. Right. Yeah, and then there's.
1: A sister that got run over, and that started bad blood. But then
0: there's the cousin's sister too, who's now a hottie, oh, and yeah. now we're paying attention to her in a way that we, yeah.
1: But don't, because nothing uh, ever happens there that's worth mentioning, really. Yeah,
0: really. Well, and that's the problem. A lot that ha- happens here that's not worth mentioning. No. It's like you had said. It's like they planted a seed here, here, and here, but then they don't watch it grow narratively. To they see put no it,
1: water on that baby. No, it
0: just, it just. They abandoned so many ideas in this
1: movie. Yeah, that's, that's quite appropriate. They abandoned the ideas and they never developed anything. And we never got to know anybody. I mean, the guy who, uh, Kinneman, who plays the cousin, he's a one note wonder. And yeah. he's just like a volatile idiot. <laughs> and Matthew Shonard has to play the guy who is, oh, I got to take care of my cousin. I got to keep him yeah. under control. He's got horse tranquilizers. Now, what the <laughs> hell is with that? <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't know. Because he likes the horses, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This so had big. to be this had to be an easy film to act in. Act? They're the, they're the same in every <laughs> scene. Every scene, every character is the same. I mean, See, you and didn't Matthew have to
1: vary at all? No, but Matthew Shawinarts is so good in everything, and that's wow. why I wanted to watch this movie is because of him. And I thought if he can bring depth to a character. In anything, but not this one. Sorry.
0: Well, and this is based on a novel by Peter Dexter, who's a pretty well-known novelist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a feeling there was more there than what we ended up getting. Yeah. Uh, this, I think, it wants to be something like *Mr. River*, uh, something like an urban crime film that's gritty and has some sort of substance to it with family okay. and crime. And yeah. It just isn't even in the same ballpark.
1: Right. Right. No,
0: it's not. <laughs> yeah. How long did you last? Uh, Forty-five minutes. Oh
1: you made it five minutes longer than me. Forty five minutes. Yep.
0: Yeah. So it's called either Brothers by Blood or The Sound of Philadelphia. If you see either of those titles on the POV, just keep going.
1: Keep going. Yeah. Pass it on. Bye. Let's let's go to Flinch. Did you see it?
0: Let me tell you how long I gave it. Okay. Zero.
1: Oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> And that's not a reflection of the uh. film. I just didn't have time okay. to speak. And anyway, you said that it was Ugh. So I left it alone.
1: Yeah, you know, this is another one with Want the description. Dis- Can you read here? the description? Because description it's another here. one that's very benign.
0: And it also sounds very similar to what we just talked it about. It's very right? similar.
1: In fact, it started to intertwine the two when I was writing my review. Here's
0: interesting. A young hitman, and they capitalize hitman, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who lives with his mother, develops feelings for the witness of a murder he commits. OK, well, this is The Town.
1: Oh, it's, it's with like, like 10 other movies, too. <laughs> Everything that happens in this is just ridiculously preposterous. And the opening scene is just this gratuitously violent shoot up and so contrived. I mean, my goodness, I think... I think my kids probably did better acting than those scenes. It was bad from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Joe, who's who's our hitman, and he's got to pay a debt for his, that his father again, very similar to the last movie mm-hmm. we just talked mm-hmm. about. Okay. Pay a debt off to this head mobster, and he's got to do these hits after hits after hits, and he's not comfortable with doing it. And in the last hit, he I guess he 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 takes out some big legislator, I okay. guess. That was kind of missing. Again, you know, details missing in the script or, in, or maybe it ended up on the cutting room floor, I don't know, during the editing process. And this young girl um, ends up, me, I believe her name is, is, ends up witnessing everything. And he, like, ties her up, throws her in the trunk of his car, and then puts, his, puts her in his bedroom bound and gagged. And walks by mom like nothing happened. Well, mom is like a piece of work played by Kathy, Kathy Moriarty. Moriarty. Yeah, I think that that's who. Gloria. It,
0: whenever there is that description, piece of work, I think they send every script to her. Piece of work. Oh, get Moriarty. Yeah, give her a call. She'll take it.
1: Yeah, she'll do that. Um, Yeah, I I didn't make it all the way through this. The acting was horrible. The dialogue was atrocious. The scenes were ridiculous and preposterous. Mm -hmm. I had no connection to anybody in this film. And how far did I make it? I'll have to go back and look at, at where it left off. I think I made it 35 minutes on this one, and I just couldn't take it anymore. So skip that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not a problem. All right. Let's go to, oh, let's go to Spore. Did you give that one a shot?
0: You know, if you're looking for something different, (laughs) (laughs) if you're looking for something different, and if you like animals, Spore, hmm, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. And I'm not saying I didn't like the film. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. Oh. I did. Because I know that the filmmaker is very well-renowned, uh, and quite frankly, the film is so beautiful that I saw. Horrifically beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. But I mean, the setting, the location. Oh, the location's extraordinary. I mean, I'm going to yeah. go hiking there. Yeah, completely. Do you really want to? Well, not this? really, no. this. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Wild boar stampede. Yeah, no, no thank no. you. No thank you. But it, it just, uh, the location just sucked me in. Yeah. And the characters are just so darn odd. And the situation is that it's one of those, you know, we're talking about giving up on movies. This one, though, some people will want to give up on it. But for me, the premise was just so intriguing yeah. that I gave it some rope. And I gave it a little bit more rope. And I'm like, okay, let's see where this is going to go. I'm not saying they were completely successful in what they set out mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. But... It wasn't stupid. No. It didn't treat me like I was stupid. Right. It has some big ideas about it concerning uh, animals, how we treat them, Mm -hmm. um, and and how we treat nature and our relationship to it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't mind when you are reaching for something and you do it in a smart way and you fall short. Okay. At least you're trying. Right. You know, you're not pandering to me. And that's why I ended up giving this one seeing it through to the end. And I know I'm being very vague about this. Maybe you can fill in a couple of things, but it's one of those movies that the less you know, I think, the better off you are.
1: Yeah, I I, I would love to share the fact that, um, and I don't remember the actress's name, uh, who plays uh, Dushenko. Not Duschenko, but Dushenko. Yeah, Agneska Manda. Thank you. Yeah, it's a and Polish film, <laughs> by the way.
0: So, yeah, I'm sure I just completely screwed that up.
1: <laughs> That's all right, Komplinski. <laughs> um, her. She is, uh, she, her background is, is unknown to us. We don't really know a lot about her other than the fact that she's living by herself out, out in the middle m- m- Oh my God, it just looks like heaven to me. I know, me too. With her two Australian shepherds that look like Charlie. Yeah, keep moving,
0: <laughs> keep
1: moving. Yeah. Um, of course, that hooked me right away. She lets these dogs out to play in the morning as she goes off to work. She's a teacher. And she comes back and calls for Bella and I don't know what the dogs' names mm-hmm. were and they're nowhere to be found. You know, something bad has happened, mm-hmm. which, you know, the sense of dread is hanging over my head for good reason the entire movie. Um, and she, she turns out, she's, she looks a bit like a crackpot, although I identify with her as a crackpot because I love animals and I don't, I don't love hunting. I understand hunting. I don't understand hunting for killing's sake.
0: Well, and then there's this scene where the whole school children. Oh, yeah. And they're, they learn this song about hunting. Right. And you know, and that kept me going too. I'm like, oh, we're just in completely, you know, cult area where we're in the area of the wicker man, if you know that horror <laughs> yeah, yeah. film. I gotta see how this turns out. Yeah. But yeah, the whole hunting thing
1: and then and, astrology. And, and astrology. Well and then and, and then the cultural lore that comes mm-hmm. in, that's really interesting. And all of that tied together, I think that's where the intelligence of the film right, exactly. is. And we see Dusheko as a savior for Mother Nature. Yes. You know, and there, everyone is working against however, her. However,
0: yeah, I was going to say it's it's a big job.
1: Yeah, it's a huge job. So, in the in the twist that comes at the end, I didn't see it. No. I liked no. that I was surprised by it. Go ahead. No,
0: nothing. Go ahead.
1: Um, I, I have had a lot of issues with the images that I will never be able to shake. Well, but I, that's
0: they're they're necessary though.
1: I think G- it went overboard. I think that they could have shaved some time off. I get it. I get the cruelty. I see the cruelty. I see the hunting. I don't want to see a deer shot. Dear God, please let that have been CGI.
0: Well, you know, I, I'll i give you that. It's a bit repetitious. Yes, I, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. But I think that the, they had to go as far as they did in order to make their point.
1: Th- but they made their point over and over and I over. I I'm, Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, All right. I'm so that's... that's. The film's too long. It is. And they... And I think... I don't remember what film you were talking about. It's like, you don't need to hit me over the head. You've you've sent the message. We know what you're talking about. Move on with the plot.
0: Yeah. I think I've said that a lot. Okay. So, you yeah, probably have. So it's probably yeah. the last 10 films we've seen.
1: <laughs> um, and, and that's how I felt with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I am definitely an animal lover. I'm not a vegetarian, although I could be. Sure. Um, But I understood her. I was able to see the the world through her eyes. And I think that's the way she played it. She was an extraordinary actress.
0: Well, and I think that's, you just brought up something which I, I think is kind of at the core of this. You know, that fine line of, you're an animal lover, you could be a vegetarian, but damn it, you need that cheeseburger every once in a while. It's kind of a quandary, this yeah. whole thing that we have. You know, I know that if we could get a handle on this meat production thing and wipe it out, that the whole planet would be a lot better. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. But damn it, I need my bacon. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. huh. I think we're kind of hardwired like that. And, and I think that's one of the issues this movie takes on. Right.
1: So, worth. Seeing, well, definitely worth seeing if you can stomach it, but, but please be warned I, I don't know what's real and what's not I'm just really hoping that Poland has some pretty strict guidelines uh, on animal cruelty I within was going to say this so, wasn't shot in America I know, I know so. and that's
0: what really concerns mm-hmm. me so yeah the name of the movie again is Spore uh, and yeah if you're looking for something challenging something smart give it a shot I mean it's it's definitely unlike anything you're going to see out there right now yeah
1: and that I think is it for this week Oh my God. Uh,
0: next week.
1: Yeah. What do we have? Next week. You're we've always on got, top
0: of that. I try. Next week, we got the Denzel Washington in Little Things. Uh, also, uh, Rami Malik and uh, Jared Leto are in this crime drama. You've seen it. I have not. We'll talk about that. Yes, we and will. And then a film on Netflix next week called The Dig with our, one of our favorite actresses uh carrie mulligan and also rafe fines is in that and uh we'll talk about that too that was a pleasant surprise
1: wasn't it though i can't wait to talk about that one
0: so So, yeah some good stuff next week and i have a feeling a couple more things will come in before we get there because they're always sneaking in our inbox and uh we'll be here to talk about them Thanks for
1: listening, everybody. If you liked this episode or any of our other ones, even if you didn't like this one, <laughs> share it. Um, we would love uh, to be able to talk with more people about film, so
0: share it. of diamonds, mouth full of pearls,
1: blossoms.